Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. It was nice. Asmr. I don't know if you're familiar with Asmr. ASMR stands for asshole synthesizing monopoly registration. Never heard of that? No. It's amazing how you launched into that bit sounding like you had something and then midway through not even the sentence, but just the four letters. You hit the wall. Oh, my gosh. Did I say I said the wrong thing? What it actually stands for is autonomous sensory meridian response. Do you it not know what fami- ASMR is? It, it, it sounds familiar, but I don't know in what context. It's um, it's like people make sounds for people to listen to. Oh, OK. Yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. Like, like if you like the sound of like um, bubble wrap popping. Oh, yeah. yeah there's yeah. like bubble people wrap record. ASMR videos. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So it's like ASMR of you. I don't know. Pouring yourself a fucking drink or some bullshit. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that you? Is, yeah, I don't know why I did is that. Is that you doing ASMR? Of oh, you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. <laughs> this took a weird turn. It did. What's with the specs? Chris? I've been in Ohio. <laughs> okay. Does that explain everything I'm about to ask you? Or? And we had Christmas, too. And there was Christmas. We had Christmas. I had Ohio. <laughs> we'll always have Ohio because we'll, we'll never be able to get rid of it. Here are some fun facts about Ohio. Okay. Are you ready? Please. The welcome sign when you enter says, uh, welcome to Ohio. That's right. You missed your exit. Get out. Its main export is its citizens. Its main import is sadness. It's known for Lake Erie, a lake named for how it feels knowing you're going to die in Ohio. The state bird is the I fucking hate Ohio Cardinal. (laughs) (laughs) The state motto is every day I wake up in fucking Ohio. I like how I can see progressively throughout the trip when you wrote these. This is my favorite. This is my favorite. Do you want to know about what my favorite thing about visiting Ohio was? Yeah. Getting the fuck out. Yeah. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Good, good, good. Good, good, good. So how was your trip? <laughs> Great. Okay, good. Good. Uh, Why I went to glasses? Toledo. Why are you wearing glasses? Answer me. Oh, yeah, because people can't see that. Unless you can hear that I'm smarter because I'm wearing glasses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll dissuade them of that in just a little while. But anyway. Uh, for Christmas, I got um, blue light glasses. Oh, you got blue light glasses? I did. I like the blue light glasses. I have, a, I have a pair. I'm not wearing them right now, but I, I will use them. And I, I enjoy them quite a lot. I will notice that they are, they are very helpful if I'm using them right before bed. Oh. You know, it'll block out the blue light. Like if you're looking at a screen like, like we are now. Mm. Or you're watching television before you go to bed. Or like a lot of times I'll read, but I read on my tablet, so I'm reading on a screen. But if you put on the blue light glass, because blue light will make you awake. It, it, it hurts your sleep cycle. It like, Oh yeah. That's interesting. So you, Cause yeah, there was a warning on these saying not to wear them while driving. And I was like, that's weird. And I Googled why that was. And it's because you can fall asleep because you can fall asleep <laughs> because they're, that's kind of what they're meant to do is to block out blue light. And you're supposed to wear them kind of like at the end of the day. Oh, or if you stare at a screen for a long time. So like, they'd be really good for you. Okay. In, yeah. Uh, while you're working and I'm always like burned out and have a headache at the end of the day. So that might be part of the reason because it's all this blue light going in. So the the idea is like, like I don't, I don't look at a screen all day, but at the time when I'm about to go to bed is when I'm taking the most amount of blue light. And so if I put them on before I go to sleep, 
when I do decide to go to sleep, I'm not like, why am I awake now? Right. You know, when you like, you feel tired and then you turn out the light and you're like, I'm fucking awake. I can't sleep. Let me tell you, I have never had that problem. Yeah, that's true. Because you just don't sleep. You just stay up. Yeah, until I do. And then I do. Like, I run my body until it's like, hey, hey we're not doing this anymore. And then I sleep. Right. No matter where I am. <laughs> On a sidewalk. Yeah. No, for real. I'll just, my body will just be like, yeah, we're done. Yeah. Park it right here. This bus stop sounds good. Mm -hmm. So anyway, you interrupted me. I went to Toledo. Yes, you went to Toledo. And then I went to Ohio. uh, Wait, no, that's in Ohio. I went to Michigan. Okay. Sorry, it's pronounced Michigan. Michigan. And uh, we went, I visited Adrian, which is where my alma mater is. Yes. And um, Ann Arbor. Yes. Ann Arbor, which was nice. And then... Went to a part of Ohio that I have never been to before. Uh, Cleveland. Oh, is it fancy or not fancy? It is. It's like a mini New York. How many? Not that many. Big buildings. Okay. I okay. mean, you know, the fucking Cleveland Browns are there, I think, and the Guardians. And Aren't the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland? <laughs> oh, Ohio? no, Chris. Are they not? Yeah, no, they are. <laughs> I, oh, did I, you say Cleveland? Yes, and then I, did. I didn't pick up on yeah. what you were doing there. Yeah, I was doing I was doing a bit. Mm. You know what it is? It's the blue light glasses. They make it look so smart that <laughs> I just, just assumed I'm so you're smart. You're so smart. And that you yeah. visited refined places. I said a joke that was just too far above. Too far above. Yeah. Too far above. How was Cleveland? Uh, it was benevolent. <laughs> it was uh, it was good. Yeah. It was fine. It was fun. I had a good time. We found some karaoke. I visited Julie. Yes. Okay. Who okay. lives in Cleveland. We went to karaoke together. I don't remember much of that night. <laughs> It was a good time. You did it good. You did it right. Yeah. Uh, we had um, fun fact. Uh, uh, I had. Uh, 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 oh, oh, I meant to send you a picture. I'll put it on. I'll put it on the Patreon. OK. I had a pizza called uh-huh. the Green Lantern. What? And I also learned that Superman was in, was created, created in Cleveland. Like in, in Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so yeah I, had a, I did. I had a about pizza. Ohio. There's that. It's weird, man. It's weird. It's weird why anyone. I don't know. I was trying to make another joke about being able to fly as far away from the world as possible, but it's just not there. It's because you're from Cleveland or something. It's because you're from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Every day I wake up, wake up in a, and I'm in a Cleveland. How was your Christmas? It was uh, good. You know what I did this? You know what I did on Christmas What'd Day? What did you do on Christmas Day? Not a fucking thing. Ooh, and it was the best day of my life. That sounds awesome. It was great. I'm yeah, jealous. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was great. We woke up. We did absolutely nothing. No presents? I, no presents. I broke them. <laughs> burned we, them. Um, I burned them. I said, kids, gather around. I want to show you something. And I lit a match and let it burn. <laughs> this is a lesson in disappointment. Yeah. And... Uh, no, we, we did the unwrapping of the gifts and then we, you know, just ate breakfast and hung out for a little bit. And then we were like, it started to feel like a little antsy. And then we were like, all right, it's time to get out. Let's get out. We actually got out. Like we just did it. Just went, had nowhere to go. And we were like, let's go to the park, played around there for a little while, came back, watched a couple Christmas movies, ate dinner. It was just four of us. It was fan fucking test. So when you say you did nothing, yeah. what you mean is that you... Did the you you opened Christmas presents? You had yeah. breakfast. You went yeah. and played at the park. You yeah. came back. You had dinner and you watched a bunch of movies. Yeah, cool. 
Okay, then I did nothing too, I guess. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's all I'm saying. I didn't what I'm saying is like we didn't have anywhere to go. I mm. didn't have to do there wasn't anything on the calendar to do or we had yeah. to be somewhere or anything like that. It was fa- it was wonderful. It was delightful. And I want every day to be like that. Yeah, let me know Can how that I goes. Work that I'm going to work on getting that. Do you to think happen. there's a way? No. Okay. <laughs> whatever you're going to say. It's going to say that, like, you know how there's Groundhog Day? Do you think you could align it so it happens on Christmas and then every day is Christmas? If there was, wouldn't we have figured it out by now? Wouldn't we also call it Christmas Day? Yes. And not Groundhog Day? Yes, we would. Yes. (laughs) Because that's a different day. Because it's a different day. (laughs) So two different things. Speaking of him. Yes. I did my annual uh, Chinese uh, food Christmas Eve movie marathon. I put those in the wrong order. Christmas Eve Chinese food movie marathon. Uh I do it every single year. Something my mom and I used to do when I was a kid. Yeah. Where we would order too much Chinese food. I'm good still job. going through it all. That's Ooh, how I do love yeah, good, thank you. too much <laughs> if you're Chinese listening food. to this. It's 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 a week earlier. It's I'm not eating two week old Chinese food. I <laughs> we don't know. We don't early. know how much you ordered, man. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But uh, I, I order too much Chinese food and I watch a bunch of Christmas movies and I watched Die Hard right out of the gate. Good job. Good job. Scrooged. Yes. Good choice. Uh, thank you, Andrew. And uh, I watched The Nightmare Before Christmas, Elf. Okay. And uh, I wanted to watch It's a Wonderful Life, ran out of time. That's a long one. I know. Trapped in Paradise is another one that I really Trapped like. Trapped in Paradise. Yeah, I, love I forgot. That movie. That, is that a Christmas or is that a New Year? I don't know why I think New Year's, but it's Christmas. No, it's Christmas. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Christmas? I love Trapped uh, in Paradise. You know why? I saw it in the theater on New Year's Eve. You one saw year. Trapped in Paradise in I theaters? Did. I did My see condolences. It, in it is. I haven't seen it actually in a while. It's fine. It's not it's bad. Fine. It's, it's, it's not all that bad, three though. of those actors doing what they do best. That's what they're, I'll say. They're pretty decent in that. Yeah. Like it's and the premise is a decent. Like, For anyone listening, you probably don't know what it is. It's a movie where Nicolas Cage, Dana Carvey and John Lovitz play brothers who are bank robbers and they're going on one last heist and on like. Two days before Christmas, all the major banks put all their money in this one bank in this tiny little nobody like one horse town uh, for like one day before it gets redistributed out to the other banks or whatever. And so they decide to steal on that day at this bank all the money and they succeed. But because it's in the winter, uh, there's this crazy snowstorm and they get trapped in the town that it's located in, which is paradise. Yeah. And there's, and it's just them trying to get out of town. That's right. Just constantly. It's, uh, it's, it, and I will say it's like Dana Carvey at his peak. John Lovitz at his peak. Nick Cage, probably not quite at his peak, but it is him Nick caging it up. You know, I would say it's Nick Cage at his peak, but not in like a, peak Nick Cage movie if that makes sense you know it's also not anything like any other movie he's ever done no it's not it's a fascinating little like thing it's like one of those movies that you're like this has to be horrible and then you put it on you're like this isn't actually yeah this is not as bad as it should be well it's also one that I'm I'm always like is this based on a Saturday Night Live sketch and then I look and I'm like no it's just these guys it's just the two (laughs) of those uh, those two guys together really really good together 
yeah. like paired really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember like Data Carvey's hilarious in that movie. There are bits where he like he is. He's really good. And he's doing like a character that you will never see again and hadn't seen since. Yep. It's like this little he sounds like Butters from South Park. He's he like, does. Oh, everybody has a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just this. Yeah, it's just great. And and that's what I mean. It's just this weird you know, I hesitated to say gem of a movie, but it is one of those things where it's like it's like a shiny rock. It is like you could put it on if if you're like, oh, this is and again. It's one of those movies where you're like this has got to be bad. Yeah. But then you put it on. You're like, oh, my God, I actually like. Yeah, it's not not terrible. It's not terrible at all. Like, I will keep this on. I and I tried a, and? a new Christmas movie this year. Ooh, yes. Violent Night with David Harbour. How was it? Uh. I thought it was fair to not great. Okay. Without David Harbour, it doesn't get made. Okay. It's, it's a nothing movie. Uh, got it. It's, got it. it's dead in the water. Yeah. And it would go straight to streaming on some, on like the Roku channel or something. Like, right. Right. It's right, nothing. Right. Uh, John Leguizamo is in it as well. He's also very good, but he's kind of a smaller role. David Harbour yeah. definitely makes the role. The rest of it is very, it feels like one of those old sci-fi original movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the old sci-fi horror movies that are like. How is it? But he's good in it. Really? I only just want to see him do his thing. He is. He's good in it. He's honestly like two thirds of the movie. Because, like, there's a lot of, like, setup and, like, it's about this. It's really about this family being trapped by hostages. Right. And you got to give John Leguizamo a lot of screen time. And right. So he's he's in it a lot, but it's not like his movie. It's it's. It's like Die Hard with Santa, but he's not in it as much as John McClane is. He's is in Santa a, quippy? Is he? I just want to know if he's quippy. No, he's not uh, quippy. Wanna, he's more wanna, like accidentally quippy. Like there's stuff like he's Santa. So like at one point he like right. picks up one of the machine guns that the hostages has and he looks at the uh, or uh, what that one of the um, I don't know, terrorists, whatever they are. Yeah, he, yeah. he picks up one of the machine guns that one of the terrorists has and he looks at the hostages and goes, do any of you know how to use one of these things? And one of them is like, I, you know, took shooting lessons with my dad when I was a kid. And he was like, great, you point this at them and make it shoot or whatever, because he's Santa. He doesn't know how to shoot a gun right. or whatever. Right, right, right. It also is like Santa is like an old Nordic warlord. <laughs> or something. Okay, cool. He used to kill people in cool. battle with a hammer. Oh, interesting. It's, it's yeah, it's a movie. It exists. Okay, it's, it's a movie. It is. It is out wow. there. You can watch it with your vision balls. <laughs> with your blue light glasses covering your vision <laughs> balls. <laughs> that make you look smarter. smarter, even though you're not. But that is something that could happen. You could watch that movie and then you could be like, you know, David Harbour was in Stranger Things and he got his start on Broadway in uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? With what's his face, Bill Irwin, and people will be like, "Wow, look at those glasses! That guy's smart." Yeah, especially when he said, "What's his face?" <laughs> the clown. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the guy. You know what's say his, it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with the glasses. Yeah, that's right. People yeah. be like, "I don't know what to do with this." Hey, you know what? Uh, you know what time it is now? No. It's the time in the show when I do this. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geeky movie news on the time it takes you to get sandwich. 
and make yourself look a little smarter. My name is Chris Rube. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. That was a long intro. It really was. Uh, Here's a thought. Here's a thought. That I should just let go, probably. (laughs) Probably. But. But. But you're, it's already having. I'm just going to power through it. So here it comes. Could I get. No. Red light glasses. Mm -hmm. That just cuts out the red light. That's not what those do. That's because then I could use those for driving. And not only would I stay awake because I'll still be getting the blue light. I can run red lights with an excuse. I I see what you're saying here. I see what you're doing here. See what you're doing. People will still think I'm smart. Yes. I'll get pulled over by the police and they'll be like, do you know why I pulled you? Oh, never mind, sir. You know the law better than I do. Move along. Thank you, professor. Andrew, what are we talking about today? (laughs) Ah, fuck. I don't know. Jesus (laughs) fucking Christ. Why do you always ask me this shit? Chris, I want to tell a little story first. Okay. Two weeks ago, you suggested we cover the film Wonka. Yes. Knowing that I would absolutely hate it. Yes. I begged you to give me something else. Anything else. And after days of consideration, you reluctantly offered to have us review Rebel Moon instead. Yes. Well, Chris, let me be the first to say, fuck you. Am I a fucking joke to you? How dare you? How dare you? How could you do this to me after everything I've done for you? You didn't want Waka, and this is what I have for you. Okay? Chris, what did you think of Rebel Moon? Oh, my God. Let's. Wow. This is this is a thing that happened, isn't it? It's a movie that you can watch with your vision balls. It's. Oh, man. Do I want to say movie? Um, But yeah, it happened. It's there on Netflix. You can watch it, too. (laughs) You can. Oh, man. Despite your doctor's recommendation. If you would like to sit for two hours and 15 minutes and stare at a screen and question whether something happened or not on that screen for two hours and 15 minutes, then you can watch Rebel Moon. You know what? You know what? Speaking of that. What's that? I had to watch this one and a half times because I fell the fuck asleep. (laughs) Yeah, that that sounds that. I can see that. I can see how that can happen. So, Rebel Moon, Zack Snyder. I barely know her. Went into Disney and he was like, hey, I want to do a Star Wars. See how I did Justice League? See, it's over here. I just said it. It's just right behind me. No, not that Justice League. The other one. No, no, the other one. No, hold on. The longer one. The one that this one. Yeah, except he he looked at them and winked when he said the longer one. This one's more vertical because that's cinematic. So uh, I did that one. Can I do a can I do a Star Wars? And they went. No. And he went, I'm fine. I'm not fine. Then I'm going to do my own Star Wars. And they're like, um, I don't think that's what happened. Okay, I think. He he said, "Can I do a Star Wars?" And they said, "Uh, maybe. Let's. What's what ideas do you have? What have you got?" And he pitched this movie, and they went, "Yeah, probably not." He pitched this movie, and they went, "I think you just pitched a Star Wars." And he's like, "Yeah." And they're like, "No, no, no. The one we already made." I disagree with that sentence. It is I, a listen. Are- it is a carbon copy. Sort of. It's a shittier carbon copy of a movie that we will get into. Yes. I don't know if you caught it. There are several carbon copies of several movies is what I'm trying to get into right here. Sure. There's yeah. one big one that I caught and I was like, what the fuck? Are you for real right now? And I yeah. the more reviews I started seeing more and more people were, were picking up on that as well. It's just that it is just that. And then there are other things in it where you're like, it's just this. He just did this from this thing and this from this thing. Anyway. So Rebel Moon, it's space. We're in space and there's a king. And then everyone's like, oh, and we then love there's this. not a king. And then we love this king. And then somebody kills the king, even though everybody loves this king. I guess not and everybody somebody kills the king. And then people. Yeah. Which they never really explain. Is that going to be explained later? Who knows? Probably not. But anyway, but probably not. 
because they don't explain anything in this no. movie. Anyway, there's a king and people love the king, except this one person who doesn't apparently love the king and they kill the king. And then people are like, hey, there's no king. You know who should be in charge? Me. And then Empire. I mean, not Empire, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and so Big Army takes over. And then there's apparently a cent- a mother. They call it a mother planet. I don't they know. They call it a mother planet. I think they call it a mother, mother planet. Fuck of a movie. And then it expands out to other things. And there's a little moon, and they're a little farming town where they they make wheat. I guess. <laughs> well, all we see the meat is elk. <laughs> yeah, space elk. They make they make wheat, and then the sh- the empire comes, which they're not called the empire, but I'm gonna have to keep referring to them because I don't think they have a name. They're space Nazis, but there's space. Okay, space Nazis come. Yeah, space Nazis come, and they say, "Hey, give us your wheat," and they're like, "We we ain't got no wheat." And they're like, you're, you're fucking liars. I know you got some fucking wheat around here. And they're like, wait, I swear we don't have wheat. And they're like, no, nah, I'm going to kill a bunch of people and rape a bunch of people until you give me some wheat. And then there's this one girl who's like, hey, I'm not one of these wheat people. I'm going to kick some ass right now. And we're going to defend this planet, which is actually not a planet. It's, it's just a moon. Yeah, but otherwise anyway, they call it rebel planet. It's not a planet. It's a moon. and I'm going to defend it. God damn it. But first, I need some help. And that movie happens then. Um, so this movie, yes, you brought up a good point and this isn't in my notes, but it just made me think of this. It's like, and this could be any president could be any president at all. Yep. But it's like one of those presidents who makes a lot of promises uh-huh. and then does nothing the first term. Uh-huh. And then it's like, but wait until the next one, wait you guys, term you got come on back. Here vote we go. for me again. Yeah. Cause the next one, I know this one was fine, but the this next was one, all set up. Who doggy? Yeah, strap in, everybody. We're going for a ride. There, I just wow. I here's the thing. Okay, uh-huh. this I think this is one of those movies. First of all, that bugs me because I'm like, this could have been something. This let me could, tell you, like, it is something. It's something. <laughs> oh, oh. No, but I'm like, like this could be a this could have been something. Like yeah. people, I isn't think that are, the most frustrating thing about Zack Snyder in general, though? Like all of his yeah. movies are like that. Yes, <sighs> but this could have been like people are thirsty for this. It's the reason, even though Avatar is not that great, people flock to it because they're like, we are so thirsty. For a new original franchise, like not just something that has been ripped from comics or a rehash of another franchise or something like that. We want the new thing. We want our generation Star Wars or our generation's Matrix or something. They are so thirsty for it. They will that you can lead them through the desert and tell them there's going to be water, and when they get there, they'll drink the fucking sand. Like, they're so fucking thirsty for it. This is so, like... I can't even say it's close to being there, but, it's like... It's there at its foundation. And it's nuts and bolts. Yeah. It's all there. It's all potentially there. 
And then it just does fucking nothing. Yeah. Like, let me tell you a little bit about my thoughts on this movie, because it goes into a little bit as to why and like how it's lacking and where it's lacking. And yeah, and I think that's a very interesting thing to get into. So my first note, and let me just say it uh, with my glasses on to make me look smarter, because yeah. this is actually yep, yep, yep. true. This is my first note I have written down. It's just the words. Fuck this movie. Yeah, <laughs> everything. And here's the problem. Everything about Rebel Moon is lazy. Yes. The casting is lazy. Yes. The sets are lazy. Yes. The fight choreography is lazy. The CGI is lazy. The costumes are lazy. There's no fucking dirt on any of their costumes. This is, I wrote this too. This is worse than Ohio. The villains are monsters. The protagonists are infallible. This movie feels like an AI tried to remake The Seven Samurai, which I don't know if you know this, Chris. It's uh, yes. uh, It wrote the book on assembling a team. Really? It did. This is literally the plot of The Seven Samurai, and I bet you fucking $50 Zack Snyder fell asleep watching a Kurosawa marathon, and when he woke up, he suddenly had a great fucking idea. Yeah. Zack Snyder thinks this is what Star Wars should be, and honestly, George Lucas probably agrees with him. This movie is everything wrong with the prequel trilogy. Snyder thinks that shoving a bunch of crazy shit in front of a camera will make this movie interesting and cool, but it doesn't. It makes it boring. I fell asleep. I fell asleep an hour into it. Yeah. How many characters can you name, Chris? I can't. How many? I can't name. Name one. I can't. I can't give you a single name <laughs> of a of a single character. Here's the thing. All the all the. That's <laughs> what I feel like. Where is it? I gotta find where I wrote exactly how I wrote this. But first of all, no one has a real personality in this. None. No one. No one has a real personality. And I can't really remember who anyone is because no one has a real personality. None. Oh, they're so stoic. Everyone is <laughs> just so stoic. There's a part so too where the main character, whatever the fuck her name is, has a monologue to the old guy in the village. And she's just saying... She's saying the subtext that should be under all of her lines. She's reading like the bio of the character that should be on the audition call sheet. And it's like, right. You know, I didn't grow up with with a family who I loved. I was sold into the slave trade or whatever or whatever it is. Like, I don't even remember what it is, but it's literally just her life story. When he asks, like, aren't you going to go out there and have some fun? It's a party. And she like is like, oh, no, I can't do that because I'm sad. And here's all the reasons why. And here's all the reasons reasons why which you already know because we i think we got to this planet on the same time i'm not really sure if we got to the same planet on this time but i think it i think we did do you remember if we did doesn't matter (laughs) anyway everyone here's the other thing every i i swear to god everyone everyone in this cast looks like the walmart version of the actor they couldn't afford for this cast they do i disagree i'm sorry they do i think walmart version is a little hard i think if anything it's the opposite problem i think the people they couldn't afford are in appearance sort of the walmart version because they're more interesting in appearance the people in this movie all look like fucking abercrombie and finch models no but what i'm saying is you just look like they just it was clear like i look at this casting and i look at the people they got and i'm like oh you clearly wanted this person and couldn't get them and you wanted like the um, like anthony hopkins yeah you clearly wanted anthony hopkins and you could get anthony hopkins so you were like can you just do a robot and he's like do i have to do anything and he's like no Do, do I have to make it yeah, different? How about we just mail you a microphone? Yeah. We're going to put your voice in the body of a robot. Yeah. We'll make no attempt to make it make sense on why a robot has an old 80 year old man's voice. But 
Go for it. And then just do your thing. Yeah. But, um, they have like, um, okay, the Abercrombie and Fitch model, the one we're all thinking of, the one who never puts on a shirt. Oh, sure. Uh, honestly, all of them could have been. No, I'm saying the. Uh, I know who you're you talking, about, talking about. The guy who rides the dragon. The guy who rides the dragon. The guy who avatars the thing. By the way, spoilers for this, if you sure. can call it that. Whatever. It doesn't matter. So. Anyway, Nothing fucking happens in this movie. That guy, I clear that guy looked to me. Okay, at first I saw him and I was like, "Oh, could you not get Jason Momoa?" And you wanted Jason Momoa. Oh, and then his he kind of in the face looks like, a little bit like Matthew McConaughey. So oh. I was like, "Were you going for a Matthew McConaughey?" And he's too old to be Matthew McConaughey in this. Is that what's going on? Because mm. it looked like Jason Momoa and Matthew McConaughey had a, had a baby. Yeah. But I was like, "You clearly wanted someone like that, and you can't afford someone like that." So you got this guy, or you wanted. Who else was I thinking? Oh, I was, I was like, let's just call him Walmart Lenny Kravitz. as uh, <laughs> the guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? But see yeah. how I'm saying this and you automatically know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just look, everything looks like they were like, we want this, but we can't get this. So we'll just do this. We'll do the cheap version of this. Like, this is the yeah. easy, gettable thing that we can Speaking do. Speaking of the cast, uh, Anthony Hopkins will do fucking anything. And this proves it. And also uh, Ray Fisher, not great in this. Who was Ray Fisher in this? The black guy. Wait, what? There's like a dude with like long hair who's like a leader of a. Oh, I'm thinking of someone. Never mind. Uh, sorry. Yes, Ray Fisher. Oh my gosh. Yeah, from from Cyborg from Justice League. That's fuck. That's Ray Fisher. Yeah. That's who I'm ta- saying is Walmart Lenny Kravitz. Oh, that's you said who... the guy who never puts on a shirt. I thought you meant the guy who rides the dragon. Nope. Nope. That was uh, that's Walmart Jason Momoa and, yeah, and okay, Ray so Fisher's Walmart gotcha. Lenny Kravitz because he has the hair. So yeah, I uh, here's the thing about that role. Ray Fisher is too good for that. And whoever did his hair and makeup, great job, because he looks very different. He doesn't sound like himself. He's doing that that stuff right. Yeah. Like, he's doing, like, the... I don't know. It's almost like he's doing the stuff that you equate good acting to well. Yeah. Like, oh, wow, I didn't even recognize it was him. He must be doing a great job. But he's not doing fucking anything else. Which leads me to believe... It's probably the direction. Yeah. Or the writing uh, as well, that there's nothing in the script to give him. Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's I nothing, If there's nothing there, there's nothing there. Right. You know? No, that's a good point. Uh, but also Zack Snyder, like, wrote this. So yeah. there's that, too. My God. Yeah. Here's the other thing. Because uh, they're assembling the team. This is just going to, for a while, it's going to be us about the team. Because it's, this is the main bulk of the movie. But, like... They have no. The other part part of this is there's no personality to anybody. Yeah. No one has a fucking personality. They have actions in the entire galaxy. Yeah, you, they are separated by the events that happen when you see them, and that's it. They could all like be exchanged. Like you could yes. put any of those characters in any of the other characters' introduction scenes. Yes, and the moment that they leave that scene, it none of it matters. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's so much like, and they always. It, they come close, like they make everybody look different and they almost give them a personality, like you said, in the actions or the way they're introduced or something. And then they immediately lose it. Like Digimon Honsu, they come in and they're like, he's this great. He has the only what I would think of as like, and this is a low bar to hit, but of all of the people they introduce the most entertaining introduction 
of all of them. Yeah, and it's like five and minutes. it's like five seconds yeah. of the whole thing. Where and honestly, like, w- until you just said his name, I forgot he was in this movie. Yes, because that's the thing. Is that Once you're past the introduction, he's just another guy. He's just another guy. Yeah. And I was like, you made this whole thing of like, he's this great general. It's a great introduction. Of yes. Like, it's a great like, build up. But then like, he needs up. to be a strategist more than a fighter. But then he, yeah, but then he builds up, they build up the idea that he's this amazing general and he's been... I guess it's fucking in, he's in 300. He's in the movie 300 when we find him. But like he's a, he's a great general who is apparently like a like, I don't know, captured and then made into a gladiator of some kind. And they're like, here he is. And he's drunk and passed out on a wall somewhere. And I'm like, that's pretty good. All right. That's good. I like that. And then they wash him off. And he's like, I don't want to do this. And they're like, you have to do it because you're this guy and we need your help. And he's like, he doesn't even say anything. They just pause on him and then it cuts and then he's still there. And then he's there. And I'm like, first of all, didn't even give a dude some pants. Like, didn't even like, (laughs) none of them change. That was the weird thing to me. None of them change into a clothes. I forgive that because it's the same thing about how like no one ever goes to the bathroom in movies or eats anything, you know? Right. But like what I mean is since you didn't give them personality outside of their introductory scene, give them pants. Then you can't change their <laughs> costume because otherwise I don't know who they are anymore. Right. Like if you made them a real personality, mm-hmm. Like that was I was like, oh, this character is going to be great. He's going to be a drunk. He's going to be, you know, surly. He's going to be a great strategist. Right. Like that's what should set him apart. He shouldn't just be a soldier. He should be a general or he's not. And they got a bill of good. Like he was a great general. Now he's washed up because he's become a drunk. And then his story is he has to like make his way back to being the person that he was. And this is his redemption arc. Type but of I even mean like there needs to be a scene where he goes, here's what we're going to do. Yes. You three go over to that door. Right. When this person comes and surprise them, they're not going to know that you two are also in here because you're going to be hot. You know what I mean? Like he's yes. a general. I Why agree. do you even pick him up if he's just another guy with a gun? Well, all the, but that's the thing is they all end up just being a that's guy. That's what with I mean. Gu- they're yes. all just guys they're with just a gun, guys with except a gun. for the Asian lady who's a woman with lightsabers that she doesn't even use until halfway through the fight. Wouldn't you open with that? Does it make it better that they light up? I don't understand what this movie is. It doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. Fun fact, though, I just want to point out Seven Samurai. This is going to be a small spoiler for a movie that is like 80 years old, uh, but it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie, but it's also one of the earliest scenes. This may sound familiar, Chris. Yes. I think the first scene in the Seven Samurai, you were introduced to our main character whose name escapes me, but he's the first samurai and he wanders in into a town somewhat accidentally and they inform him that a a bandit has taken a baby hostage and he's threatening to kill the baby if they don't like give him all the money or let him go let him or drugs or something i forget what but he's basically he's held held up in this shed yeah and they've got the shed surrounded but he's got the baby in a sword and he says if anyone comes in they're gonna slit his throat right or he's gonna slit the baby's throat right 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 so they ask the samurai for help sounds familiar right mm, maybe just a little bit does it sound like one of the mm. scenes in this was, movie and what in your movie was the guy in the barn a giant spider woman <laughs> I kind of wish, but okay. let me tell you how that is solved. How our hero in the seven samurai solves that issue. Yeah. He immediately asks for, they say like, what weapons do you need? And he says, I don't need any weapons. What I need is, um, a razor, two rice balls, and I need a, um, a priest's robes. 
Yeah. And they're like, what? And he's like, hurry up. We don't have any time. Get get these things for me or I can't help you. And they run off. Yeah. And he kneels down. He takes off all his clothes. He kneels down next to a lake. They bring him a razor. He shaves his head. He puts on the priest's robes. He takes the rice balls and he knocks on the door of the shed. And you hear the, the bandit yell like, get away. I'm going to kill this kid. And he goes, hey, hold on. I'm just a priest. I just thought you and the baby might be hungry. You know, if the baby dies, you don't have a, a chip to play anymore. So I just I'm, I'm trying to help you. I want to help the baby. I'm just here with food. That's all. And the guy's like, OK, open the door. So he opens the door and the guy's like, throw the rice balls to me. And he's like, OK, no problem. I'll do it. You know, again, I'm not I'm not here to hurt anybody. And he throws one and he throws the other. And then he you know, brushes his hands off and then he runs in to the shed and everyone's waiting to see what happens next. And the bandit runs out. He takes two steps and then falls down dead. And the samurai emerges with the baby right. dead. No, <laughs> it gives him gives the baby back to the and mother. He's like, Before you ain't say anything, <laughs> hear me out. The baby had it coming. Okay. Right. Uh, but which is more interesting that or what we got in Rebel Moon? That, because yeah. I saw what happened in Rebel Moon. <laughs> That's what I mean. Also, I, that fight, the fucking guy from the farm, the farmer guy. You know what's funny? His is the only name I remember. What's his, his name? His name is Gunner. <laughs> Which I, I'm like, I barely know her, uh, right? Uh, an ironic name. Um, I know. It's the most useless one of them all. Yep. And that's saying something. It but is. he runs over to the girl and does fuck all like you know what i mean like stands there he d- and then he stands there and i was like you're no help whatsoever <laughs> that was and that was one of those points and this continuously happens throughout this movie where something happens yeah. where it looks like it's going to be a thing and maybe raise the stakes or get us out of a situation or get us more into a situation and just does nothing he runs over he grabs the kid stands there doesn't run away and i was like well you were fucking useless also, though, doesn't make it any worse either. Like it, it, it made no difference whatsoever. I was like, you might yeah. as well have just stayed forty feet over, dumbass. No, yeah, that's a good point, right? Like, just leave. Yeah, there was. Then the no- spider lady doesn't because she's like, this was a heartbreak. She shouldn't have had to die. We, you know, this is not a victory. Any death is a- just leave. You've got the kid out of her hands. If you don't want to kill the giant spider lady, just go away. Yeah, just don't now. Just leave. Just don't. Yeah, you could have just left. You could have been like, see ya. Let's get a big old can of Raid. Yeah, just, it's <laughs> ridiculous. It's just, can, okay, can I, I have, I have, I have, I have notes. And I, I have so let, many let me, notes, Chris. Me, wait, there was something I was going to move on to. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, I said that already. Oh, what, uh, oh, can I ask you a question? No. About this movie? Please don't. Why, why are some things real things and some things space things in this? <laughs> Why is that? Like elk or... They use the word elk. They do use the word elk, don't they? Yeah, at the beginning, they're like, he killed an elk. And while she's writing this weird thing that's like... Not an elk? Yeah. Well, no, and it it like... It's sound that it makes is like T-Pain auto-tuned. Right. But mine is... What I was thinking is... Okay, so the villains... The villains in this... They come in. Like one of them's got a shillelagh. They have that. I will say that stick thing is fucking. I was like, fuck. Yes, yeah. it's weird. It just yeah, it just it's just a shillelagh. With it. it is, but it's Star Wars, right? But Shoot I just him. I want. I when he started just braining people with that thing, I was like, oh fuck, sure. But he okay. They have the design of the of the of the empire, not the empire. Yeah, is like 
it's like Nazi, but not Nazi. It's like Russian, but not Russian. It's, sure. uh, you know, it's a, and I will say like, it's not a terrible design, but underneath it. And for most of the movie, the lead, the lead villain is seriously in just a white button down shirt and a black tie. It's just a normal black tie. Yeah. It's not a space tie. It's not a space shirt. It's something I can pick up at Express. And I'm like, why? Why space? Thi- why not space things? That's space slacks. Space slacks. I don't know. I'm like, I just there was no rhyme or reason to this. Like Star Wars. And again, this is going to get compared to Star Wars. And honestly, rightfully so, because dude just ripped off like fucking Star Wars. But Star Wars, at least like the Empire, you know, they're plain as fuck. They're gray fucking uniforms, but they look like nothing you would see on the street. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they look like a kind of a thing, but they're space things. They are inspired by. Yes, but this is literally just a button-down shirt and a tie. And slacks. And slacks. Yeah. And he doesn't put the stuff on for, like, half the movie. Yeah. I think there's only, like, four scenes that he's in where he's wearing that. And the rest of it, the final battle, he's just in black pants, white shirt, black tie. I Were they... I don't know if they thought this movie was going to be tremendous. And then they were like, you know what? This will make it really easy for cosplay. (laughs) And we'll get like, good. yeah, I was like, I don't know what the hell this is, but I'm like, it's just a tie. Why the fuck? Why is everyone in like, again, like the farm town is supposed to be obviously inspired by like the dust bowl and, and like the depression, everything. They're literally just in those clothes. Yeah. I mean, the other thing, too, is that whole town is they're all Nordic or something. And I'm like, why are they space Nordic? Like they all have these Nordic accents straight out of Skyrim. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Why do they have a Nordic accent and look like Nordic villagers? I mean, I was too distracted by Charlie Hunnam's horrible Irish accent for, for I don't even know who that is. As well. Is that the Irish guy? Okay, I have so many problems with this movie. The accents were at the bottom of the fucking list. That's true. The guy who betrays them. Okay, yeah, I get spoilers. <laughs> I, I, I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> uh, well, and some of the actors in this, like I, I didn't write any of their names down because why bother? But some of the actors in this, I'm like, they're doing a pretty good job. Corey Stoll is that his name? Yes, yeah, from Ant Man and House of Cards. Yeah, did not recognize him. Yes, um, even the guy you're talking about. Um, the space Nazi with the suit and tie. Yeah. Ajax from Deadpool did not recognize. Oh, I didn't know that. Main okay. villain from Deadpool. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, Carrie Yules. Yep. <laughs> Carrie Yules is in this. Did not recognize yeah. him. Did recognize his fucking horrible beard. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, I did recognize. It took me a second, but then I recognized him. Yeah. He's in it for a split second. Everything in this is like a three out of ten. Yep. Like, normally I can review things and be like, well, you know, the special effects, like Avatar, special effects are like an 11 out of 10, right? The music's really good, too, 9 out of 10, you know, with Avatar. You can really like, and, you know, so the writing's not great. It's like a 5 out of 10 because it's, you know, old hat or whatever. It's, um, right, right. you know, archetypal and rehashed. You know, it's it's old. But this is just like, it's all, all the sets look like green screens. Yep. All the CGI looks like it was made on fucking Premiere Pro. Uh, all the acting is the same. Yes. Like, it's all just one note. It's all just one thing. It's all just like, we're so serious. Everyone looks like they were picked because they're fucking beautiful. Right. Uh, The writing is a three out of ten. Like, all of it is a three out of ten. It's so weird. It's really... 
it's just so yeah there's stuff in here that's played like it's supposed to be a big deal yeah and it just it should be but i don't know why like i don't know why it should be a big deal and so i just don't care like (laughs) fucking last shot of the movie is ridiculous the robot comes out and he's got fucking deer antlers coming out his head And it just makes no sense. But they play it with such drama of like, this is amazing. Like, yeah. this is the lead into the next movie. And you're like, what happened to that robot? Oh, here he is. And now he has deer antlers. And I'm like, why does he have it? Because when we I guess you'll we'll just have to wait and see for when we review this in April. Like, OK, so there's a there's one droid in this again just you kind of use the star wars terms there's one droid in this voiced by anthony hopkins for no particular reason and they in this they say when they open up the droid that the droids used to were so enamored with the king that when he was killed they laid down their weapons and stopped fighting like they won't fight for anyone but the king basically and There is one half a second moment where I was like, oh, that was really cool. And it's when he first comes out of the box and he says something like something, something, the king. And then you see the lights light up on his face. And then he goes, former king. And you're like, oh, he just caught up like he just connected to the Wi-Fi. And you're like, oh, I don't for and maybe I'm interpreting this incorrectly. But to me, it was like he thinks the king is alive. And then he connected to Wi-Fi and the network and was like, oh, nope, sorry. Former king. King was killed. I do not remember this line. That's totally fine. Yeah. But like that was the only thing where I was like, oh, that that's an interesting idea. But again, that's a lot of this movie where I go, oh, this is an interesting idea. And then it goes nowhere. Like the idea that there's a, a droid who's like, I will not do anything i won't fight or anything because my king is dead sounds like a great idea and then at another point in the movie he shoots someone and that should be a big turning point and then he runs off yeah and you never away and then you never see him again until he has antlers until he has antlers and at one point a little girl gives him flowers and he has a flower crown yeah and he wears that the rest of the time for whatever reason where's that the rest of the time Talks about the king, then kills someone, and then it runs off into the woods, and it's never heard or seen from again. First of all, that'd be an interesting character to bring along. A character who doesn't want to fight, but is fighting anyway? Yeah. That's really interesting. But then you can't be lazy. But then you can't be lazy. But then he goes off with the crown of, of flowers, and then the next time we see him is literally the last second of the movie, and he pops out of wheat and he's got deer antlers made of wood. And I'm like, why is that progressed? What the hell does that mean? What is this? And they, But they play it like this should be a big deal. And I'm like, I don't understand. And the only thing I could think is that they're going to have a longer version of this come out. They've, they've said that they're going to do this. Great. That there's like an R-rated, there's a Snyder Cut. Christ. That's going to come out. That all I could think is maybe that is explained. Maybe his plot line is the thing that got cut out. And that will be in there. Maybe, Chris. Maybe. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just this odd thing of like everything is just huge. Can I also, by the way, while we're talking about that planet or that moon. We're sorry, almost an hour that, into this, but continue. That moon. I'll, I will, I'll get off on this. I'll get, I'll get off <laughs> I on bet this. I you will. Hard. 
So that moon would get sucked right into that planet. I don't want to Neil deGrasse Tyson this, but I'm looking at how big that planet is in the sky, and that thing is fucking massive. I was like, the gravitational pull of that, I think, would suck this moon right in. I'm pretty sure. Have you seen what the Earth looks like from the moon? It's fucking huge. No, I've seen. No, it's not that big. Have you seen what it looks like from the International Space Station? No, which is in orbit around the Earth and is much, much smaller than the moon. I feel like I still feel like I'm right on this. You are not. It's, it depends on how know. fast the moon is going. If it is going very, very fast around the planet, then it's it's just falling fast because the planet is it. it that's really all it is. If it's going really fast, then it doesn't matter how big it is. No, nah, just let me have this. Listen, it, what do you care? What, let, let me also have it depends this. on what the planet is made out of, because it's not about the planet size. It's about its mass. Yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> Whatever, I'm going to still... I'm sticking with mine, okay? Great. All right? Doesn't matter. It looks weird, is all I'm saying. It looks weird. It's supposed to be awe-inspiring. It looks weird to me. I don't like it. It's too close. I took a lot of, like, very individual and very specific notes about, like, plot and stuff, but... There is none, so there, that's where that falls apart. <sighs> yeah, I don't know how much of that I want to get into. Yeah, Just no. stuff like... And with writing, like... She leaves the party at the beginning and goes immediately to her bedroom to get ready for bed. And the guy's like, oh, you should go out and have fun. And she's like, nah, I'm okay." And then the next morning, it's implied that she fucked a guy. Oh, yeah. When? How? (laughs) It's super weird. Yep. Uh, The village leader, Corey Stoll. Is that his name? Yes. Turns down the admiral's offer before they have a drink and then says, now let's go get that drink the fuck did he think was going to happen? What were they going to fucking talk about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, sorry we turned down your offer. How was your trip? Yeah. What? What? I I don't... Well, whatever. Hey, Imperial Space Nazi, you want to have a beer? Yeah, right? He says, let's talk about it over a drink. And then before they get the drink, he's like, ah, we can't. We don't have any extra. Sorry, man. Anyway, let's go get a drink. Yeah, but let's party. There's clearly nothing in the crates that they're putting away at the beginning. Like, they're empty. It's very yeah. obvious. Uh, why does nobody shoot anyone from like 10 feet away? Like whenever what's her face runs in the main character to like save the little girl, everyone has a gun and they're like super far away from her. So like just shoot her. Just shoot but her. instead they like all run up yeah. and then try to shoot her. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? You have a fucking gun. Uh, why didn't the spider lady just snap the kid's neck? Yeah, right away. When when she saw yeah. who was it's there. like, I'm going to kill this kid and there's nothing you can. She's talking for like yeah. 10 minutes. I'm going to kill this child. Yeah, yeah. Don't you. I, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Asian lady gets stabbed in the arm and her like circuitry goes all crazy. And you see she has like a robotic arm or something. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh, this might be interesting. Oh, no, it didn't do anything. Nothing happened. Nope, nothing. Not a blessed thing. Uh, I already said this, but the light swords are better somehow. How? Why not start with light swords? You're trying to save a child from being murdered. Why wouldn't you use your best weapon immediately? Uh, here's the thing about weapon. Here's the thing, though. Again, none of their abilities come into play. Yeah. At the end, at the final thing, you freed a guy. You went to a thing. You freed Walmart, Jason Momoa, Matthew McConaughey. And he, the way that he, they got out, they said that he was on like he was in like slavery and the guy was like, if he can tame this beast, I'll let him go. And he and he does this thing where he tames like a flying thing. He avatars it and then they let him go. And then the final battle, what do they do? They give him a gun. Yeah, there's nothing. He does nothing with that. Yeah, that's his thing. He can do that thing. 
and it plays nothing into the final battle. Yeah. And nothing. look, I'm going to level with you. That isn't that big a deal to me that it's not specifically used. I agree with you that it's the, the hard part is that it's like, OK, so I think you're saying the same thing. But I was I was going to say, like, then give have him like communicate with other animals and start a stampede or, or something anything. yeah or uh, or if he fly if they're just he's like i can fly anything just make you can parlay that into a small ship that's fine if he's just like i'm good at yeah, flying or he rides a ship that like a, a one of the enemies is flying he just jumps on yes. and like shakes it off or whatever and just shake yeah and he can do it yeah anything but i'm like any and really it just extrapolates to any of the skill sets of any of these people you gather them all up because they all have these individual skills and then at the end final battle you just give them all guns and they all just fire at each other and it was like this was pointless and my last two notes uh the first one is why does pulling the stabby gun out of the centipede unlock the locks wait what oh why does pulling the stabby gun? oh yeah yeah i know what you're saying so at the end spoiler alert he pulls it out and it frees her yeah i guess that's how that works why would you give it to him i don't know because they were making a deal like they were like trying to do the thing where he's supposed to kill her and then why would he, you make it do that? I don't know. Why wouldn't you have like a key? I don't know. Or a code. I don't know. They have to put in. Why would you make it so that if you if you take if you put the gun in and then decide not to kill them, it just automatically opens? Yeah, because maybe you just want to interrogate them some more. I don't know. I don't know. And uh, my last note. Oh, good. This was only the first half. Thank God. I thought I was going to have to find some other way to mentally flog myself. Yeah, this is just. Yeah. The whole thing is about them getting back to a, a moon to defend it. And they don't even get they do. They fix it before they even got back there. Yep. I was like, that was except they didn't. They did. not Also, that is a good point. Why are they all together? Like, why weren't they like, oh, we already fixed this. Well, see you guys later. Thanks for agreeing. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They all go back. I, they all go back to this moon and they're like, this look, it's too bad. And honestly, it didn't even click to me. And then they actually said a line about it. And then I was like, oh, shit, you're right. You did fuck this up, storyteller. Like, they were like, because he was like, oh, it's a shame the fight didn't come here. It would have been a great place to die. And I'm like, wait. Actually, you're right. It would have been a great place to die. Your whole plot was to defend this thing. And then they get to another place and they're like, oh, we already fixed it. I think right before the sequel to this movie, you and I are going to review The Seven Samurai. Okay, cool. Because that movie also is separated by an intermission. Right. But where like they gather the samurai. Right. And then the battle happens. Right. This is I just I don't. This is it's nothing. It's just nothing. This is I. We kept thinking because they're going to be releasing, like I said, a Snyder cut version of this. And I said this with Justice League and I'll say it again and then I'm going to contradict myself. But typically when Snyder is allowed to do a longer cut of something compared to the previous version, it is better. Like the longer version of of Batman v Superman is better than the than the theatrical version. For sure. The Snyder cut is better than the weeding cut. You know what I mean? Yeah. And at this, I was like, all right, well, could the Snyder Cut be better than this? And then I got to the end and I went, no, I don't think it can be. I, I think it's longer and there might be some slightly more interesting aspects to it. Like, why, why is the robot in deer horns? But there's nothing to build on with this. Like I these, smell a sweet tooth crossover. For sure. But I was like, there's nothing. There's nothing to build on to make the Snyder Cut better. And there was never a point in this movie where I went, 
Well, maybe they had to cut that out and that would, I wish they had kept that in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's no aspect of this where I went, oh, I wish I'd seen more of that character and maybe they had to cut it out for time, but it'll be really interesting to see more of them. No one's interesting in this. Nothing happens. This is a fucking train wreck of a fucking movie. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's real bad. Do you want to move on to the reading assignment? Do I? Yes, let's do it. Chris. Yes. It's time to talk a little bit about danger, bloodshed, murder, a slum so violent the police have given up and left justice in the hands of God. But enough about Ohio. I, no, I knew talk you were going to do that. This week's reading assignment. Kick ass. All right. So, yeah, I gave this I, I gave this to you. This was uh, Mark Miller's first. Mark this, Miller. Is the, this is it. This is the one that kicked it off. Yeah. What did you uh, think of kick ass? I think. Sorry, I'm looking up what your reading assignment is going to be. Oh, OK. I was like, <laughs> are you forming your opinion right at this moment? <laughs> so I think this is my favorite Miller comic so far. OK, cool. Cool, cool, cool. It is not as gory. No. As some of the other ones we have seen, um, it gets there, but it certainly doesn't start there. It's not like yeah. on the whole, just like blood and guts everywhere. Yeah. As soon as you uh, page one. Yeah. Yeah. And it also feels a little more earned. Yes. That's, I think that's the word we used when we were discussing Nemesis is that yeah. the difference between I, th- I can't remember what we were comparing it to, but there was something else that was just blood. Yeah. Constantly. And and it didn't have the the narration to back it up right but nemesis we felt like it does but it is really gruesome yeah this is less gruesome but just as earned yeah and i think it is uh it's a very interesting story i still am just kind of bored with like oh but what if it was real what if superheroes were real yeah and there is a there's a hint of that here but it's got a huge twist on it which is that it is a little bit more like probably what would happen, which is that the members of our community who are more obsessed with superheroes are the ones who try to become superheroes. And the members of our community who are more obsessed with superheroes are children. Right. Right. Uh, so that's what this story is yeah. for anyone. Uh, anyone who is unfamiliar with this very old. I mean, not not as old, actually, as I thought comic because they they made some references and I was like. Oh, shit. This is more recent than I thought it was. Right. Right. Um, I can't remember any off the top of my head, but it was like events that happened or like. Yeah. Actors well, also, or movies he, or like, something. He references his own Marvel series at one point, which I thought I was like, yeah, well, good on you. Way yeah, to go. Yeah. Way, to, way to plug yourself. And there are references to like Frank Castle yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, all that stuff. But it is um, the story of. A young man in high school who decides he wants to try to be a superhero. And so he buys an outfit. He starts working out and realizes it's a lot harder than he thought it was going to be. But uh, he just can't quit. So he just keeps trying, keeps getting his ass kicked, which is how he gets the name kick ass. And um, eventually others start seeing him on like YouTube and the news and stuff and decide they want to do the same thing. And so he starts meeting other people who admittedly are quite a bit better than he is because he's just like an asshole in a suit. Right. And everyone else like actually seems to have some training. He starts going around New York city, stopping crimes. He creates a MySpace page, which is another thing that I was like, Oh wow. This is more recent than I thought. I thought it was from like the nineties or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, Uh, yeah. So it is much more recent than I was expecting. Uh, But he makes a MySpace page so that people can contact him when uh, they need stuff. So he's not just like sitting around waiting for somebody to get mugged or whatever. 
And it's cool. It's a fun little romp. He gets the shit kicked out of him a lot. Yes, he does. Which is what you would expect. Yes. And uh, the artwork is good. It's, um, oh God, what's his name? Junior. John Romita Jr. John Romita Jr. Yep. It's very good. Uh, Mark Miller. I mean, is this one of his earlier things? It is. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know exactly where in his, like, compared to other things, but this is one of his earlier things. I would like to see him try something that is less gory and vulgar and just see what happens yeah he is because he is a really good writer and he he kind of and this is you know you kind of hit it where it's like i know this is a tired concept of like what if superheroes but in the real world but this is one of those I, i one of the reasons i think people view this as kind of a seminal work is that that this is one of those works that kind of made that inspired a lot of other people to try doing that story and made it the kind of cliche thing that it is. I mean, we'd already had Watchmen, which was generation like a generation before. Yeah. But that one, that is what if superheroes, but in the real world on like a geopolitical scale, this is literally like Mark Miller is going like, no, but practically like if a dude were to try and be a superhero, like what would happen? This guy would get his ass handed to him left and right. It does feel a little bit more of what I don't like about those, which is, it's not what would happen if superheroes were real. It's what would happen if superheroes were real in a world where everyone is fucking awful. Yeah, that's fair. They, but less. Yeah, but There's less. Le- there admittedly, I think that's one of the things I like about this. It is less than, say, Nemesis or, right. you know, a lot of the other stuff right. that were like the boys yes. or Watchmen were just like everyone is a fucking asshole. But there is a lot of this where he's like. I don't know, pretending he's gay to try and sleep with a girl and obsessed with like he jerks off about his biology teacher or whatever. Oh, don't judge a man for jerking off about his biology teacher. Okay, (laughs) I'm not judging him. I'm just saying, like, is that really important to this plot of the? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think I know what you're saying, but I, I, I think it's not like massively important, but. I think it it establishes like like you said, like this is the type of person who would, uh, you know, uh, who would go like, no, I'm going to try this and then fail miserably at it. But also, I like the fact that they do like he does stuff like, you know, he really heals him in real time, too. He's like, yeah, I was in traction for like three months. You know, it took, you know, the the storyline really takes it doesn't take place over like two weeks. It takes place over months maybe i'm not even sure maybe even a year well, it's interesting too because i only really am fam- in like vaguely familiar with the movie that was made of this and so part of me was like and i haven't even seen that so yeah. part of me was like oh wait is this guy going to turn into the nicholas cage oh. character because i know there's like a nicholas there's like a dad and a girl and then there's another guy i think but i was like maybe this guy can no longer fight because right. he's been so beaten up right, right, that right. he turns into the father figure and then we see him raise a child 20 years from now or whatever right and right. so like it was really interesting to be like oh no he just like gets the fuck back out there immediately no he does. <laughs> yeah 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 but yeah i think i think one of the reasons i'm like this is this is like one of those works that we should know because it is i think it's it's again it's not the first but it is i think in the modern day kind of the one one of the ones that really kind of opened the floodgates to everyone do and like yeah no but what if like really i'm still waiting for one that to me i don't really know how to describe it but you know there's there's the 
you know, there's the guy, let's let's call it like the Chuck Berry, who everyone's like, oh, wow, right. this is what we're, we're capable of. This is what we're able to do. And then a bunch of other people take that idea and run with it. Right. And I'm still waiting to find my like Rolling Stones to, uh, you know, Watchmen's Chuck Berry. Right. I know, I understand what you're saying. I don't know. Because I don't think this is it for me, but it's good. Right. But it's such a it's it's good. It's hard to I think that would be a hard thing to do because. It is a ridiculous concept because as soon as you say like superheroes, but like in the real world, then you're like, well, but no, but now we're not. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. as soon as this happens, like this is as I think possibly as close as you can get, because again, you had the uh, geopolitical idea of like Watchmen of like, what if superheroes, but in the real world and you go, okay, well, here's how world events would actually have been affected. Right. And this is the opposite where it's going like, well, if a real person put on a costume and tried to fight crime as a superhero, this is exactly what would happen. Yeah, Watchmen is more like, what if the Justice League was real? Right. And this is more like, what if Batman could be real? Right. And then from, from there, I think those are the two sides that you can do, because anything after that, it's like either that or it's a one page story of like, well, what if superheroes really existed and it's a guy putting a costume and then he gets shot in the head and then nobody hears about him ever again. Yeah. And then no one else tries it because right. it's not a thing that commonly happens all the time. Like I you do. Have to, I, I have to point out as well. I love how this story opens and I love how it closes. Yes. With the guy falling out of the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Very good. It's really good. It's really, really good. But like that hooks you in the, in the sense of like, Oh, I get it. Yeah. If this were really to happen, somebody would do that and they would just fail miserably and die. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, exactly. That's, there's failures at this. Yeah. Yeah. And it flows really well. I mean, I mean, most of Miller's stuff does. Yeah. But I know we said, uh, what's his name? Old James Bond. It's yeah. Like that one flowed so fast. King of Spies. That I, yeah, very quick. King of Spies was like so fast. This well, one, that's another thing, too, though, right? Is I think that was five issues and this is eight. Yeah. This one has, I feel like, the proper tempo. Yeah, I agree. You know? It never feels too slow or too fast. It's yeah, I read perfect. this in an hour, I yeah. think, and it's eight issues. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't, it's not slow. Like, it doesn't drag by any means. It's not too verbose. It doesn't have too much writing. It doesn't have too much dialogue. Yeah. But it's also not just like, like, yeah, with King of Spies, I felt like I, I was reading We're it faster. We're making big leaps. Well, I, with King things. of Spies, I felt like I was reading it faster than I could turn the page. Right. Like, right. by the time my hand got to the page to turn it, I was already, like, there there was, like, a word on the yeah. page or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, that was quick. Yeah, but this feels like, okay, I got all the information I need, yeah. uh, uh, like, from this, and we can, and we're just go And just enough, not too much, not too little. Yeah. This is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually started the second volume because I was like, oh, this is, I kind I want to see where this goes. Yeah, I am interested in this. Awesome. What do you uh, What do you got for me, sir? Uh, Chris. So actually, a couple weeks ago, you had said you were something. In Ohio. Ab- yes. <laughs> but speaking of, actually, yes. you had said something about me having read more saga than you had. Uh huh. Which actually isn't true. I am currently rereading all of saga to then read the two volumes that have just come out. Got it. So I'm going to do that. Okay. But I know you. Would rather not read those currently. Yes, I'm. Yeah, I'm trying to wait until all of it comes out and then do the whole. So thing. what I'm gonna do? Okay, is I'm gonna give you a different Brian K. Vaughn comic 
that just finished its first volume last year. Okay. Um, actually, when you're listening to this two years ago. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, and it is called Spectators, Volume 1. Ooh, okay. Okay. I don't know anything about it other than Brian K. Vaughn has been pushing it on Instagram. Okay. Well, then what else do you need? Yeah. Really? I, listen, man. I, I. It's funny, too, because I was while we were talking about Kick-Ass, I was just going to say, like, man, we really got to find new people, because all we talk about is Miller yep. and uh, Tom King yep. are, like, the only two people we talk about. And then I was like, oh, yeah, and Brian K. Vaughn. I'm, I'm just as guilty of it as you are. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> fine. If we keep circulating around from those three, that's 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 good. That's a pretty healthy. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. 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 Okay, let's do that. Yeah. Uh, anything else, sir? Oh, God, no. Get us out of here. All right. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Where can they find they us? They can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com, slash the media lunch break. a little song for a second there? Almost. There was a little, a little, a little bit there. of a rap. Okay. Cool. You can also find us on Twixer, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're on Facebook, Instagram. We're on YouTube. I'm going to try. shouldn't even fucking say this. Don't say I'm going to try to do it again. It. You're going to jinx it. I'm going to try to do it. You're going to jinx it. 2024, baby. Okay. We're, we're going to put out at least one video. <laughs> wow. Setting that bar high right there. I know. The first week. I'm going to stick to it for the yep. first week. Yep. And I'm going to try to stick to it every week. Okay. Well, whatever. You can also find us on TikTok where I have not made a video in 20 years. Uh, we have merch on Teespring. You can find that link on Twixer. It's the top Twix. It should be called that by now, shouldn't it? Twix. I, yeah. I think that one's taken, Chris. Nah. <laughs> you can find it on uh, Mars Bar or 100 Grand. Mm. Oh, I love <laughs> Stickers.com. You can also find us on Patreon.com. We're at Patreon.com slash The Media Lunch Break. If you would like to see how smart I look with my glasses, mm-hmm. we uh, we do a tier there where if you pay a certain <sighs> amount, you can see video yeah, of can. every episode. Mm. Unedited, extended, sultry, Look at this. Look at this. Oh, 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 stop. Oh, too sultry. Too much. Oh, too all right, much. all right, all right. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But that again is patreon.com slash the media lunch break. If you feel like helping out, you can also send us an email at the media lunch break at gmail.com or you can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud or YouTube. Special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. Who I just saw in Cleveland. Yeah. Like Andrew said, you can catch Julie in Cleveland too. Feel free. Look her up. Anyway, like Andrew said, this you can leave a, la- a rating and a review and you can leave it right in app it really does help people find us uh, as always I've said this once I'll say it again you leave a five star rating help people find us at that point I don't really care what you put into the into the review box you can put anything you want this week I'll tell you what if you got something good to recommend about Ohio put it right in there let's see what you got come at us Come at us, Cleveland. Looking at you, Columbus. Come on over, Akron. Come on. What you got for us? Give me something good about Ohio. See what I did there, Andrew? Cinciati. Oh, good one. Good one right there. Thank you. This, we've been talking about Rebel Moon right here. I've started two sentences with this and given up on them both times because I, I keep getting ahead of it myself. <laughs> we were just talking about Rebel Moon. We talked about Kick-Ass. However... If you have an idea for us to talk about, send it over to us. If you're like, guys, I just watched this this show. I just saw this movie. You guys should watch it. This is what your next subject should be about. Send it over to us. Andrew gave me, is it spectate? 
spectators. Spectators. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those. I've already forgotten what you've given me. <laughs> Something it's about taters. By Brian K. Vaughn. But in the meantime, if you're like, no, 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 no. Guys, I just read this right here. I'm giving you both a reading assignment. Send it over to us. We'll we'll do it. We're happy to do it. If you wrote a comic, if you shot a pilot, if you made a, a movie, it's how they say it in the that's the lingo of the industry, my friend. Okay. And you were like, hey, listen, can you look at this? Can you read this? Can you send people towards it? Can you talk about it on Mikey? Give it a little love. Send it over. We're happy to do it. All right. Uh, This has been Rebel Moon. Next week is going to be the best damn day of the week. The Tuesday News Day. Oh, the Tuesday News Day. Shit. Yeah, bitch. Every single news article is going to be how much I hated Rebel Moon. Oh, yeah. After that, I look at the calendar, to be honest with you. Wonka. Please let me watch Wonka. It could be, or we could do Aquaman. (laughs) Right? That's what, because I'm leaning towards Aquaman, but I feel like there's something else that we could get in that would be better. People are saying Aquaman is the worst DC film of all time. And doesn't that mean we should talk about it on a microphone? It does, unfortunately. Right? Yeah. Especially because I kind of look like Jason Momoa. I know, especially with those glasses. I know. So, I, kinda, I think so. Doesn't uh, he wear glasses kind of like this? Does he wear glasses like that? Yeah. As in, does he wear them on his face? Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. I've seen him do it several times. Yeah. Yeah, I'm leaning towards that. Let's pencil that in and then let's no one be surprised if it's something else two weeks from now. Yeah. Uh, but for right now, let's pencil that in and then we'll 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 reconvene next week and see how we're feeling. But other than that, that's it. There it is. Look at that. Yeah. We made a thing. There was a thing, thing. And now there's a thing. Now there's a thing. There it is. That's how easy it is. So if you're listening to this, go out and make a thing, man. Make you can do a it. thing. Make a thing. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't doing a chant, no. Well, you made it sound like a chant. No, I just did it the one time. Yeah, but you can't say it in the chant tone. I didn't. And just do it the one time. Yes, you did. No, I think if you go back and listen to it, you'll you'll hear that I did not. No, because you're going to edit that to make it sound like it's not a chant, (laughs) but it sounds like a chant. (laughs) If, If you're listening to this... Andrew doctored the audio so it sounds like he wasn't chanting, but he was definitely chanting. Oh, but now I'm not going to do it, and now you're going to sound like an idiot. Well, I have no problem with that as long as everyone could hear that you were chanting and then gave up on your chant. I don't. I lost track of what we were talking about ages ago. I didn't have a track in the first place, <laughs> okay. Andrew. All okay. right? Yes. Because I watch Rebel Moon and I don't know what's what anymore. Were All they right? K2SO? Was, it was a K2SO droid. What? The Alan Tudyk droid from... Um, yeah, it kind of looked like that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what it was going to be. Yeah, because it all moved around like a real person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sure it, it definitely had the dexterity to build those deer horns themselves. Itself. I don't know what pronouns it's, it's using. It's a toaster. It's a to- it does look like a toaster, actually. I just mean it's a toaster. Yeah. That's why, like, if you watch the... Oh, God, we don't have to be in this more. But if you no. watch the original trilogy of Star Wars... Like C-3PO is like This is R2-D2 Master Luke And Luke is like Yeah Hi You know Cause he's yeah. like It's a fucking robot Yeah You know Like everyone They're tools to be used And that's yes. how everyone Treats them in the original trilogy And then when you look At the prequels Everyone's like Oh Master R2-D2 Thank you So much for your Like it's a fucking robot 
it was programmed to do a thing yeah. and then it did the thing. Yep. You don't fucking bow down to a toaster when it gives you toast. I don't know. I, my toaster gives some pretty good toast. And as long as it means okay. I'm not having a stroke, because that's what smells like burning toast. Yep. I'm happy. There you go. Is that the end? I fucking hope so. Fun fact. Yes. The little audio blurb I put out saying we weren't going to have an episode last week. Yeah. I have some outtakes of that. Maybe I'll put those on. Okay. On Patreon as well of me being like, okay, Chris isn't here so I can say whatever I want about him. Cool. <laughs> and uh, they're just fun little fun little things where I was trying to make a joke, but I didn't think any of them were funny, mm. but uh, maybe I'll put them up anyway. So to review a thing you don't think is funny, you're like, hey. I'm going to put this up for all of you to listen to. Have fun. Yeah, but only if you pay us for it. That's true. That's true. (laughs) Wow. Wow. I can't believe we're not titans of business yet, you know? But Zack Snyder is. Oh, my God. Son of a bitch. I mean, you're right. He ripped off Star Wars and the Seventh Samurai, and he's making a bazillion dollars out of it. So he clearly knows something that we don't. Elk. Fucking elk. Not fucking elk. I just, I meant. I mean, honestly, if that had been in there, it would have been the most interesting thing in the whole movie. Let's be honest. Maybe that's the sequel. Rebel Moon 2, the elk, the elk fuckers. Yeah, that'd be good. I, 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 I said the elf fuckers. I'll take that too. Can we go now?